Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode 67. I am always, as always, so grateful to have you here listening to me, my stories, my lessons, and everything in between. Um, Today is going to be an interesting podcast. I don't know how long it's going to go for because to be honest with you, uh, every single time I've gone to record this week, it's just, it's felt so, so heavy on my heart to get on here and talk to you because I have been going through some huge personal shifts um, in terms of what my current reality looks like. And, you know, as a pod, as a podcaster, And as somebody who's human as fuck, it can be very, very difficult to show up every week. And if you guys have uh, listened along for a while, you know, I don't actually ever, I hardly ever pre-record. I normally record week by week. And one of the reasons I do this is because my aim is to always be so real and authentic with you and share things, I suppose, like on the fly, which by on the fly, I suppose, I mean, as they come up for me, I want to share them with you. And so most of the time when I'm my happy, um, positive whole self, or I'm the best version of me at the point in time, when I go to record, I feel like I can deliver you guys so much gold. And I know that, um, you know, that, that sharing my story and my words helps people, but then there are weeks like this when things are heavy, things are, so heavy, so confused, so, um, such a mixture between like clarity and non-clarity. Is that a word? I don't know. Um, but this week I have made a, I suppose like a pretty radical decision. And that decision was that, you know, when I started this podcast, I genuinely, just wanted to do one thing. And that was share my story. And along the way, I've been going for over a year now, along the way, there have been times when I have been so, so scared to share my truth. As they say, the truth will set you free, but don't you agree that it is so difficult sometimes to actually show up as your whole self to everybody, like with all the warts and with all the fuck ups and everything in between. And so this isn't one of these like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to share all my secrets with you kind of podcast that will probably come in the next week or two, I'm sure. But I made a really radical decision. Um, and it, and it's not only going to benefit me, but most of all, it will benefit you. I don't do anything unless I have a deep sense 
of purpose and a deep sense of clarity around why I'm doing it. And so, um, when I thought about sharing some stuff with you guys today, I'm always thinking about how it's going to help others and how it's not going to hurt anybody and how it's ultimately going to be lessons and blessings and all those things. But today I I wanted to talk to you about some heavy stuff that's been happening with me. And I'm not like, I need you guys to understand that because there are other people involved in my life, I can't always do full disclosure on everything and I can't always share everything, but I hope and, and really, really, I suppose I was about to say pray, which I, it's never words that have come out of my mouth before. So bizarre. I've had so many strange things happen this week. Um, but I hope and pray that, um, that you guys genuinely take this podcast for what it is meant to be, which is me sharing, not for sympathy, not for worry, not for concern, not for any other reason, but for you to go, how can this help me in my journey? Because I'm a 36 year old woman who's had a ton of experience in life. And sometimes I sit there and I think to myself, I should just write a book on what I wish I knew. (laughs) There's a book coming by the way, but, um, the title is yet to be created. Um, but what I wish I knew, fuck me, there is so much I wish I knew. And this week has blown up in terms of those things. Last week I was sitting at a cafe. I'd just been and had an entrainment done with Dr. Katz at the infinite potential center. I've been working with him on intuitive healing and balancing of nervous system since I was pregnant with Leo actually. And I hadn't been for quite some time, maybe like a year. And so I thought, you know what, it's time for me to go visit Dr. Katz and get, get some of this nervous system stuff sorted and go and just spend time on myself. Um, last week he hadn't seen me for quite some time. And as you guys probably know, if you've been listening along, my dad's been suffering with cancer and I didn't say anything to him. He's very intuitive. And the minute that I walked in, he said, it's focusing on your dad today. Everything's going to be all right. Um, and I'm not overly emotional about my dad. I, to be honest, I said to someone, I don't know, it might've been earlier today. Everything is blurred in my life right now. Um, but I said to someone, it's quite incredible how, uh, my dad's cancer has actually given me so much admiration for him. I actually feel like I've never been closer and more proud of my dad because of the way that he has just handled his cancer with so much grace and so much strength. Um, you know, I've never seen him more positive in his life and it's, um, it makes me emotional because, you know, to be honest, there were definitely times when I felt like my dad was a bit of the negative Nelly and I love you dad, if you ever listen to this, but watching him go through cancer and chemotherapy. And then on top of that, have both my grandmothers unwell this week in surgeries and having falls and deaths in our, you know, circle and all sorts of things. Um, watching my dad just go through this with such positivity, bike riding every day, just absolutely loving our kids. And, oh, it's just been so inspiring and phenomenal. And, um, yeah, so I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, so, um, 
all those things that had been going on. I'd been at Dr. Cat, so I was working on that and I was moving and shifting those emotions through my body. And then I was sat at a cafe and this guy, I just felt like this need to connect with him. And I was like, I'm such a nosy Parker. Like I listen, I can, I can listen to two conversations at once. And so I'm sitting there at this cafe and I'm with Scarlett, my daughter, and I can hear this conversation. And all I'm thinking is, wow, these people are having a really good quality conversation. They seem cool. They seem like nice people. It's so nice to hear a level of awareness and consciousness within someone else's conversation, because we so rarely hear it these days. Like most people just sit and talk shit and bitch about stuff and scroll their phones. And I'm just so far over that. Um, I've had these huge shifts and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but I've just had these huge shifts where I'm just like, I'm done with this garbage. Um, anyway, I didn't say anything because I thought, you know what, I'm not going to do that. Um, I've been told in the past that I should like stop listening into other people's conversations and that I talk too much to people and strangers and why do I want to do that? So I've, I've often had a bit of a stigma put around me that my desire to communicate with people and, um, and be open and absolutely heart open to everyone that comes to cross my path. For many years, I've been, I've been actually, you know, told by, by very close people around me that that's just silly. Um, and I've been shown a very different model and it's, it shrunk me a bit. Anyway, this guy looks at me and he's like, I'm really sorry to interrupt. I just feel the need to say something to you. And he says, I just want you to know that you are so supported and you are so loved and there is something so special about you and that Jesus loves you. You were put here to do incredible things. And I just, I have to tell you because it's coming from a higher source. And he said, I don't know if you're religious or not, but I just, I felt like I really had to tell you that right now. And at the time I wasn't as emotional as I am today, but oh my God, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, wow, um, we had a little bit of a conversation to follow, which was so beautiful. Um, and then later that night he messaged me on Instagram because the person he was sat with had recognized me from social media. Would you believe it? And he said, I just want you to know, um, I got a, I got like a message or whatever from God. And I just wanted you to know that, I'm thinking of your dad. So that was something that happened this week. And gosh, like this could be a five hour podcast if I was to tell you what has happened this week. And last, it's been the most fucking intense couple of weeks of my life in so many beautiful and so many heartbreaking ways. Um, but yeah, so that was incredible. And I drove off from that just feeling so supported by the universe and so, um, so loved from an absolute stranger or from God, um, grand organized design, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And that was like kind of the first thing that happened in the last week or so that really, um, <sighs> spoke to me in a way that was helping me be guided towards something really big and really great and potentially the most, beautiful lessons I would ever learn have come out of this last week. Um, oh my gosh, my nose is no good today. I've been sneezing all day. So excuse me between the crying and the sneezing, uh, or the snuffling anyway. So that happened. Um, 
And there's been lots of other things that have been happening for my family personally. Uh, and I'm sure I one day will share more about everything with you guys. Uh, I don't want you to put two and two together or try and think up what it is. I just want you to know that when I'm ready to share things, I definitely will. But um, I wanted to talk to you guys today about something that is really, really important. I got a tattoo on Monday. Um, I've shared it on my Instagram, so feel free to go have a look. But it's all, um, well, I got two, but the main one, and I'm recording this on my phone as we speak because I really want to be able to record this, this these feelings. The main one is this one which is the third eye of intuition. And, um, and it was a super powerful thing. I got it done the day after the giant full moon that we experienced. It was phenomenal. Um, and I had it done by the stick and poke method, which is just like a needle, like the traditional old way, not bamboo, but similar. And again, perfect timing because I had a, I had a level of intuition and calling and knowing last week bubbling up inside of me. I know I'm being very elusive. I'm trying not to be, but all these things are happening. Um, and I kept being called to my intuition. I kept being asked like, what do you really need? Jess? what do you really need? What needs to happen? Why are you not listening? Why are you not listening? And so what was happening is to be honest over probably a period of like five years now, there has been an intuit, an intuitive connection that I've been absolutely pushing down inside of me. There's been something that has been saying, Jess, you're holding down too many corks in your bucket of water. If you've ever heard that analogy, we have our problems and um, we could see them as like corks in water. And what we often do is we push them down. But when too many problems happen and there's too many corks in the water, you can't hold it all down for so long. Like eventually the corks will start popping to the surface because they're meant to be brought to the surface. They're not meant to be pushed down. And so I've been doing this for a number of years and I've had these huge realizations because what I always did was I connected my myself to being strong and resilient. And I actually wore those, like I nearly got the tattoo of resilience. And I was like, why was I connecting to these labels which to me now, now that I've had a few very remarkable experiences, it wasn't strength. It wasn't resilience. Maybe it was over the top of it, but what it actually was, it was me ignoring my intuition and it was me not asserting myself. And it was me being strong for the sake of other people's needs and desires and being okay with things and putting myself second in many, many cases. And this is coming to you guys. I feel so humble because I often think that people that have followed me along for a while actually see me as the most strong and resilient person and often feel like she's got her shit together. She knows what she's doing. She wouldn't take shit from nobody. She puts herself first. She has her routines and all these things, right? And so to actually share this stuff with you, it's kind of heavy, but it's so important that I do. Um, and so I really wanted to talk to you about this today. And I really wanted to share something with you that I've learned this week. Um, and I know that this is a little bit elusive. 
Um, but I really want to share with you just the lessons I've learned and over time and the more brave and courageous I become, the more I'm going to share, because I know that absolutely unequivocally, this will help somebody. And one person hearing this that feels the same, if I can help impact you, then I'm, I'm happy I did this. So for many years now, I've really labeled it as being courageous, being resilient, being strong. But what I have realized is that I've actually been torturing myself and I've been in, at a point of suffocation almost because I haven't asserted my true self. And what that true self looks like to me is a really hard thing to pinpoint because I am actually just now at the level of consciousness and awareness I'm at right now, still peeling layers back, still peeling layers back, continuously discovering. But most importantly, through this last week or two of really intense self-discovery and doing a few things that have just been completely um, out hard and difficult and heartbreaking and out of my comfort zone, I have discovered that there is actually a woman inside of me that has been dying to come out for so long. She has been there and I know exactly what she looks like. Um, the physical changes are already happening for me, like on the, out, on the exterior, the tattoos, the different haircut, the shorter nails, there are things happening and none of that really means anything, but the person, um, that I was born to be has, has been, has been shrunk and has been hiding and has been conforming and has been a little bit, um, covered up. And when I actually realized it, when I actually had, by the help of some fucking phenomenal, incredible people in my life, help me understand that between my astrology and my charts and the fact that I'm a manifesting generator and all the things, what, and by asking myself, like truly deeply asking myself some quality questions, like what do I genuinely need right now? What would a perfect day look like to me? And asking myself that with absolute honesty, whew, a perfect day in my world, not to please anyone but self. Yes, I've got children. Of course, they're going to be kept alive and cared for and considered. But other than that, what does my perfect day look like? And what am I doing right now that absolutely takes me away from it? Fuck. That was a big realization. And then I started to ask myself a question, which I really hope you guys will do for yourself. Because asserting yourself and who you are um, takes a level of courage that is hard to imagine. And as I say this, 222 angel numbers again, it takes a level of courage that's hard to imagine. It takes a level of self-worth that I actually have never felt until now. You see, before I used to talk about self-worth and net worth and and that is still very true. The self-worth and the net worth correlation is true. And trust me, because I have lived in a shitstorm for some time now behind closed doors. I have lived in a situation where I have battled and struggled with stuff 
unimaginable, unimaginable to a lot of people. And I have still, in this shitstorm, created a fuck ton of abundance, financial and happiness-wise, that people dream of. And so I question that. What if I didn't, if what if I wasn't in the shitstorm, what kind of abundance would I create? So I believed my self-worth was high because my net worth was high. Then I realized is that I have not yet fully stepped into anywhere near the level of self-worth that I needed to. And somebody asked me a really hard and a really interesting question because I talk about legacy a lot. And a lot of people, when they hear the word legacy, they think, oh, financial legacy. And I used to think that too. And I still do. I, w- I want to leave my kids with, with some sort of financial legacy. I want people, what do, what do I want people to say at my funeral? How do I want people to remember me? Do I want there to be regret? Do I want there to be uncovered stones? Do I want there to be shit that's been pushed under the rug that nobody knows about because I haven't lived in my truth? No, I don't. But then the question was, what is my living legacy? Because that is the actual most important legacy you will ever leave. And when I got asked that question, I genuinely started to think about the blueprints that we create for our children. I started to think about how well I'm asserting myself and whether I was actually living within my truth, whether my living legacy would be good enough. And if you guys are thinking, what the fuck is she talking about? By living legacy, I mean your children. Your legacy beyond money, beyond charity, beyond all of that is your children and how they show up in the world because then their children and their children and their children impact our future, impact our world. And we're in a world right now that is crazy. We are in an age where we are being forced information upon us so that we grow and learn. Yet most people are so unaware and unfucking woke that they won't hear it. They won't see it. They won't make change. Now, when I asked myself that, when I asked myself, what would my daughter think of me if I was the same right now in another 20 years? Because as much as you guys might look to me and go, wow, she's got it all figured out. She seems so happy and positive and confident and all that shit. I'm a fraction of my potential right now. (laughs) It's ridiculous to even say it. Like I'm a fraction of my potential. How crazy is that? Because I'm doing so well. (laughs) And I would hate for my daughter to grow up and look at me and go, yeah, mum did well, but she could have, she could have been so much more in love with herself. She could have been so much more creative. She could have known and learned so much more, but she kept herself safe and she stayed in a state of suffocation 
because for decades she's put other people's needs in front of her own, other people's desires in front of her own. One of the biggest things I did this year that started this journey was going to India on my own. A lot of people around me were not happy about that. A lot of people around me judged the fuck out of me for doing that. You're going on your own as a married woman with two kids to have a holiday on your own. I got crucified for that trip by some people around me. I got told how selfish I was. How dare I spend that money on me and not the family? I can't believe you're doing that. How can you do that? Insanity. It's insanity, right? And I led myself for a minute or two to believe that was true. But what I did was I got the most beautiful experience of my life going there. And it was the somewhat one of the beginnings to um, the clarity I needed around what filled my cup and the clarity I needed around actually asserting myself and being okay with the needs I have. I spoke to a lady this morning that maybe attending my business immersion retreat. And she said to me, you know, I'm just, you know, in some ways it's just about leaving the kids for that long and having to rely on other people to help me. Why? Because living your truth is not okay. And we're teaching our children to do the same. So when we don't do the things that are right for us, when we don't show up directly in alignment with our soul's purpose. And I know that sounds hippie, but like I said to someone today, I don't play the music I want to play. I don't do the things I want to do. I don't shower the way I want to shower. I don't dress the way I want to dress because subconsciously, even if it's a 10% influence, there are other people in my life that I'm worried about and that I'm pleasing. It may be your parents, it may be your partner, it may be your friends. And I'm pretty sure that every single one of you will relate to this in one way or another. What will they think? How would they like it to be? And if this comes down to showering and how you go to the toilet and how you dress, imagine how this implodes on us over a 50-year period. Oh, just saying it just feels so good. And so I want to encourage you guys to really dig deep and start to think about this concept for yourself. What does it look like for you to assert yourself? What does it look like for you to stop torturing yourself, for you to stop suffering, for you to be okay with your tears and your truths and all the mistakes you've made? Because guess what, guys? Everyone makes mistakes. The difference is, how often do you make the mistakes? How do you live through your mistakes and learn from them? Or do you keep repeating them? But nobody is immune to fucking up. But how do we assert ourselves through that and make it okay to love every part, the shadow parts, the light parts? How do you make it okay in your world, to assert yourself, your needs and your desires. All I can think of is this one thing, 
And I know that I talked myself out of this. I have forever and a day since I was 17 wanted to travel to Cambodia. Yet influences in my life were like, why would you want to do that? I wanted to travel with my mum to Cambodia and take photos and talk to village people and the village people, no, to the villagers <laughs> and just immerse myself. And I said no and I didn't assert myself. And then I had kids and then I didn't assert myself. And that dream is not yet fulfilled. And now we sit in a space where we can't travel. What are you losing by not asserting yourself? What are you losing by saying, no, I'm okay here. My self-worth's enough at 80%. Because that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that. And I really want you guys to know because (sighs) there's no pedestal here. There's no guru here. I'm just as human as you. I experience all the tears you do. Maybe more. I don't know. I see us all on an equal playing ground. The only difference between me and you or someone else you admire and me is I share things and I'm getting better and better at it every day. And I hope you can hear this because this podcast will be one that people remember, hopefully because from this point forward, there's going to be a shift. I tried to do it a little few months ago, but it just didn't happen for me. But I've now realized how much I've been saying no to because I was not willing to assert myself enough because I was playing at a low level of self-worth still like for God's sakes, Jessica, ask yourself, what is the living example of life that you are leaving them with your children? Ask yourself that. What do you leave them with? What they see is what they become. What you do is what they become. And you've been given this one life. You were gifted it, in fact. And then we sit around and we fuck around and we don't invest in ourselves, and we believe this stupid model that we should grow up, get married, buy a house, get a good car, buy a few nice things. Then we should compete with our friends so that who's got the best handbag or the nicest house or who's got the biggest fucking wedding ring and talk bullshit to each other and compare our bodies and go round and round in circles when the bigger picture of life is so far from that, guys. It is, you are lost if you think that's what life is about. Life is about investing heavily into self. It is about saying no to so many things to say yes to you. And then when you get to that point, guess what happens? You change generations. You impact the whole world. Because if you change, your children change, your grandchildren change. We don't still think that like women should stay at home and do washing, right? So things have been changing slowly, but you get to decide whether they change more quickly for the circle and the people that are in your life and more importantly for you. (sighs) So I'm going to leave that there today. I love you guys so much. I genuinely hope this has helped. I hope I wasn't too elusive, but I hope this has helped because this is how I'm feeling today. This is hand on heart, just my truth, just coming to you as it is. And if you really enjoyed this, please share it because I do this to help people. Big love guys.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.